Welcome to the Royals Blues.com podcast number 28. And everybody just turned off their radio. We made it to 28. Oh, that's that's exciting. That's actually about 27 more than I figured we'd And it's only taken us like nine years to get here, too. It's it's exciting. (laughs) We're fast. What can we say? Yeah. I'm Zach. I'm Walker. I'm John. It's nice to have you back, John. Yeah. It's good good to be back. Good. You still got your swagger in your hair. It's real nice to see you over there. Got about six kids now. Yeah. Just the two, yeah. Oh, okay. But that he knows of. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's been, what, a couple years? I feel like it's been less than a year. Okay. All right, we'll go with that. Yeah. But maybe just less than I will say nobody's fact checking. Facebook here, was so. really excited you were coming back. I don't think oh, we've yeah. had that many likes on a uh, post in at least ever. So, so. All, all of your fake political accounts are really like behind <laughs> all your you burner accounts. Yeah, are, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, whoever this Austin Bots. Hathaway is and stuff like that. Yeah, they really like you. All right. Exciting. So we're back. Uh the Royals have uh, begun spring training about halfway through actually. Kind of seems to be flying by. It always um, does. And uh, yeah, Walker, why don't you give us the usual since we last podcasted uh, update here? It's been about a month and some really good things have happened and some really not good things have happened. The yin and the yang. That's, um, I don't think we've signed those guys yet, but uh, they might be coming. <laughs> Can they catch? Uh, <laughs> we'll need that uh, because that's one of the, the bad. Um, Salvador Perez has injured his Ulnar collateral ligament. Is that important? It's, Is that one of the... Do you need that? I, th- I mean, need it, maybe not, but uh, it's desirable. And yeah. uh, you're, you're all-star gold glove catcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, on Wednesday of this week, had to have that surgically repaired, meaning he is out for... Um, probably about 12 months, uh, Some sometimes more, sometimes less, but... Right. Uh, Next season, it's looking like as far so as... So future first baseman Salvador Perez is having his elbow worked on. Is yeah. What you're so, saying. so it looks like um, the Royals had to go out and uh, the Frank Schwindel catching Yost comment managed to <laughs> make, make managed, hay for about a day. Right, managed to bring the price tag down on the guy <laughs> that they actually signed. Right? And then uh, we went out and got Martin Maldonado, um, who's... Last appearance was with the Astros, but is more known for his time with the Angels. Um, he's kind of a rental player at the end of the season. You last may remember year. him as the other guy that won a Gold Glove instead of Salvador Perez. He's, a he's the years sandwich ago. guy, yeah. Uh, and so he came um, along in a really odd 
deal. Um, fired his agent. Three days later, signed with the contract. Sure. Uh, excuse me, signed sure. a contract with the Royals. And then his agent, former everybody's favorite, Scott Boris, yeah. says, "We did this deal. We were just waiting on him to sign it. Didn't know he fired us, <laughs> but then he signed the deal, and mm-hmm. we're taking the commission for this. So I don't even have any clue how you can say that happened or how that actually right. happened." Or what? Just going on the general uh, history of Scott Boris being a huge boner. Like yeah. I'm, I'm gonna side with the new guy. Well, but yeah. what does that say about Scott Boris? One, not knowing his client had fired him. Was he fired via fax? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think it was one of those uh, wall screens, right. you know, where he called him and then yeah, it's the the last surviving carrier pigeon. <laughs> yeah, no. but no, like then. He still was negotiating a deal, which you know Scott Boris was not negotiating by himself a deal for Maldonado. No. One of his other lackeys was. Right. And then the guy fired him, gets a new guy, signs a deal immediately, and Boris takes credit for it and wants the commission. So that sounds who knows right. what actually happened, but uh, Meh. yeah, there's, there's some interesting things. And so happening. out of all of that, we got a very good defensive catcher that hits like Alcides Escobar. For what? So, yeah. Yeah. For one year for two and a half million, so I'll yeah. take that. No, that's I not a bad deal. I'm not. And I'm if not nothing else, a flippable piece come uh, July. Sure. I mean, so. if you look back at what the Angels got, I mean, they, they really <laughs> did well yeah, for, absolutely. Uh, for a rental player, essentially. So um, that happened. Uh, the Royals got off to a pretty decent start. They're 11-6. and six. That's a little, I don't know, I'm, I'm guessing they'll be 11-6 and because they're winning against the pods right now. Um, and Hopefully another meltdown doesn't occur uh, like it did yesterday. But, you know, the the, the team's playing well. Yep. Um, Hitting well, especially. I've been, yeah. I've been trying to find this tweet, and I should have had this ready to go, but the, the Royals were leading the Cactus League in OPS, walks, and one other category. I think it runs, a game, runs per game, maybe. Um, and those are all very encouraging things because OPS and walks are things that, Arizona Air may not inflate as much as other things. Right. Wow. Yeah. I mean, maybe a little bit if we went like OBP and stuff like that, but or, I'm sorry, OPS plus. But I, I just think that the the team has a little bit more approach, maybe more of a team approach mm-hmm. uh, with this new athletic team, this new kind of we got to get on base more and steal bags. Speed. Yeah, I think and, the, the impetus yeah. of the way that they think they're going to create runs, which is through this super aggressive base running, that maybe it has also clicked that to do that, we have to get on base. Right. So um, I think that, uh, that I think we'll see a tick up here in the, the on base percentage this year. And we'll see what that actually means once we get into the real season. But it'll be important for this yep. team. Great. For sure. Uh, so that happened. And then. Um, a few Royals are off to some really good starts. Um, Ortega, the second baseman, uh, has been just lights out both in the field and at the plate. Yep. Uh, I know that, uh, Luke is really excited about the Bubba Starling uh, yeah. and his, you know, He's for real stealing right, right he, field right I think now. Luke's already starting to draw out like uh, what this statue is going to look like outside the K. <laughs> yeah, someday, Luke made one so. out of butter, I heard. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's exciting. Uh, and then uh, Kyle Zimmer's having a decent start. Um, Brian Goodwin is not having a good start. 
Funny yeah. you should mention uh, Bubba Starling and Kyle Zimmer for on the other side of the break. That's going to be, uh, they called it a tease. After is 28, we like, finally figured out how to it. set each other up uh, for stuff. We this is amazing. Segue. And then we had to ruin it by talking about it. It's like when a comic gets a standing ovation or an applause break. <laughs> and they're like, oh, an applause break. Yeah. Now he's going to edit Dummies. that out, though, and make Dummies. it seem like we did it. Right. Yeah. The power of editing saves us all. <laughs> and Thankfully for all of you out there listening that we have that ability. Else, uh, awful. So well, more awful. Unless you listen to last week's where we said, oh, well, we'll just edit that out. And then it was still in Right, because it, <laughs> it was funny and entertainment. And above anything else, we strive for entertainment. Uh, that's pretty much what you need to know about spring. Good. All right, we're going to go to the break. On the, uh, on the other side, we are going to talk about Bubba Starling and Kyle Zimmer and uh, what we think they're going to look like this year in coffee. We're where you want to be. Welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen and others. Um, we're going to play uh, our second favorite game of the podcast called Yay or Nay. We call It's not really a game, but we call it a game <laughs> because it's that makes it more fun for people that like games. I call it a segment. Yeah, a segment. Whatever. Okay, it's the second favorite segment of the podcast then, which is also true. Yay or Nay. Right. right. We, we, we teased that we were going we to talk about Bubba Sterling. We're going to start there. So, John, I'm going to look to you at first. Uh, yay or nay, and uh, show your work on whether you feel Bubba Starling. You will, feel Bubba Starling? Well, <laughs> please don't show your work on that. Um, will he have more than 100 plate appearances for the Kansas City Royals this season? I believe he will. Wow. I'm going to say yay, and after decades of toiling in the minor leagues <laughs> i think both starling's uh 2019 season in 2012 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i thought it was i thought it was 1986 when he when we picked him up um, actually yeah i th- i think he so far in spring training i i believe he has earned a spot on the major league roster uh for the home opener so you I think he's coming think- you think he's going to make the team out of spring yeah i do there's I mean, like 45 I, outfielders on this team. Yeah, that it's have, pretty crowded, but I, you know, I don't that know. That are on I, the 40, I, man. I feel like he, this is going to be his year. All right. Walker, uh, yay or nay? What do you think? Uh, nay. L- let, me, let, me, let me also add oh, that more. Uh, the walk-off walk he took <laughs> uh, probably got uh, some, uh, some, some gold stars that's on, what got on the deal done. Huh? That, that's it, yeah. Okay. Yep. He did have a walk-off walk. You're walk-off right. walk. Uh, I'm going uh, nay. Going nay. Because I don't think you see him till mm, September if you see him, which is tough because I am definitely the uh, the front runner on the 
get the statue built for Bubba, but uh, that's not going to happen this year. He's, I just want my autograph ball to be worth something. <laughs> he's going to be a September call-up, <laughs> if anything. Um, and they're going to have to clear room on the 40-man to make that happen. And so maybe attrition with injuries happens or we trade a few pieces off here or there. But um, I just – there's too many Major League proven guys um, that they're probably going to give a, a chance to that are already on the 40-man. 100 PAs is over a month. Like that's a month of, of every day starting so that's not going to happen. All right, so we got a nay. I'm going to I'm going to shock you Walker, I think. And Ouch. I'm going to say I'm going to say yay. Ouch. There we go. I feel shocked. Um, one. So here's here's the path. I look into my my Royals crystal ball of the future. Uh July 27th, uh Billy Hamilton gets traded to, I don't know, somewhere. Make up a team that's actually going to be good this year. The Expos. Sure. The Montreal, the Puerto Rico Expos. Um, and uh, July 28th, starting in the center field for your Kansas City Royals will be Bubba Starling. Um, I, so I, I, when I wrote this question, I had thought for sure that I picked a good plate appearance number, 100, um, because of his history of injury and all things considered. Um, actually, going back and looking at his career numbers, he's had more than 100 plate appearances in all but two seasons that he's played. Um, and so whereas he has had some injury history, really the past two of the last three years, that 100 plate appearances, he's exceeded that. And I just, the Royals don't, need him to do anything in the minor leagues to promote him. Like I I have this, I don't think that's right per se, but I think that's their belief. I think that he's in that category of how they viewed Salvi, for instance, when they came up where Salvi could have hit a hundred in the minors and he was still going to get promoted to the Royals pretty fast. And I think Bubba's the same way. Like they, they value his defense and I think they value his, him as a person enough that as long as he's healthy and that he's showing the kind of non-stat baseball acumen that he has that they're going to bring him up at that point so for those reasons i give it a yay so second topic here in our yay or nay uh kyle zimmer so kyle zimmer's had a a very very good spring so far christopher walker does kyle zimmer have over 20 appearances for the kansas city royals this year of all the questions that you've asked um, or will ask in this segment, I think this has the highest chance of a yay, but I still say nay. Um, I just, 20 appearances possibly out of the pen. Uh, I think they'd all be out of the pen at this point. Well, at this point it is, yeah. The the chances of that being kind of a, a guy that's uh, never been up in the pros, not a reclamation project, has zero proven anything, I just don't see that happening. He will not even – I don't think he'll approach 20 because that's assuming that he's in like, you know, once a week uh, from the pin, and I just don't see that happening, to be honest with you, uh, because I don't think he can – I don't think he starts with the team. I think he's going to be a call-up in like June when something's injured or somebody's gone, uh, and from there, I mean, that's going to be every other, you know – Every three games, maybe every four games, he gets in, and I just don't see that happening with the amount of wins we're going to have. One, 
and he's not a back end of the bullpen kind of piece yet too. So I just I just can't see it happening. But if he's really throwing 95 and has the stuff that they said he does, that's why I say this one has the best chance of being a yay um, because he might turn into a seventh, eighth inning guy and then work his way in from there. But I just don't see it. So I am uh, – I'm going to give it a yay. Um, again, maybe I'm just feeling optimistic today. I don't know. Um, so I think that he will break spring with the team. And I think the fact that he's not the eighth, ninth inning guy will actually give him an opportunity for more appearances towards the beginning of the year. Um, and so you look at his career, he's had three different seasons and where he had 20, 20 or more appearances. And yeah, he's had three years where he didn't make 20 appearances, um, but he did the driveline thing this winter, um, which has shown for some people to be career resurrecting. Um, and everything that we've seen so far this spring uh, is kind of showing that. And then it's not like he's only gone out and thrown twice this spring and been good. Like he's, you know, he's there throwing him every three or four days. Um, and he's consistent he's got velocity he's have not heard any reports of him having any you know extra soreness or anything so i'm gonna be optimistic i'm gonna say uh i'm gonna say yay i'm going to agree with everything you just said (laughs) yeah in fact i'll double down on that not not only does he break 70 appearance with (laughs) the camp i'm gonna say 75 75 yeah that's a good round number (laughs) i feel like as long as he can stay healthy (laughs) that's kind of a problem somehow you have turned Luke and John into your little lap boys. <laughs> oh, I don't there. think I turned John into anything. I think John's been like this from the beginning. John's always drank your Kool-Aid. <laughs> All right. And the final yay or nay today, uh, Jorge Soler. Um, Why don't will, you take this one? I will. Will he set a new career high in home runs and RBIs this year? So yes. on that... Well, I was going to say no, but I love it. He uh, he wouldn't let you do it. uh, He wanted to beat you to your yes. So normally you think about that and you go, whoa, that's, that's a big achievement for a player to be able to set a career high in home runs or RBIs. Well, but (laughs) Jorge Soler's high of home runs is 12 and his high of RBI is 47. So I'm going to, I'm going to sweep the category with yays here um, and say that especially at the clip he came out of the gate last year, he would have crushed both those numbers. Oh, yeah. Um, and again, another injury-prone guy. Um, I, I don't have any reason to believe that he's not going to be again this year, but for whatever reason, I, I think he I think he avoids the bug enough to stay healthy long enough to beat 12 and 47. I think that with the guys that are going to be on base in front of him especially, he's going to have a lot more RBI opportunities. I think if they really are these speed demons on the path, that could lead it seeing more fastballs, which is what he crushes mm-hmm. like Pedro Serrano. So um, I like it. I think he. I think he beats both of them. Oh, I agree. We'll Definitely go, a yay. We'll, on we'll that. go to John. Yeah. Uh, John, what's your thought? You I, think, he's yeah. going to hit twenty-five home runs and have hundred RBIs this year. Whoa! You heard it. Heard it here first. Yep. yep. No, I, I seriously, I, I do agree with what you said. As long again, it's the you know the with Zimmer and Soler. It really comes down to a question of just how healthy they can stay throughout the season. And, you know, uh, but I do think Solaire uh, will definitely break the 12 and 47 that he's currently standing on right now. Christopher Walker. He actually might have a chance now with more DH in opportunities with Salvi out. 
Uh, That's true. I think he might stay healthier because he's DHing more. Um, but I don't, I don't think he stays healthy one, and I don't think he starts in right field right now. Um, two. Yeah, I don't. So, I don't think he starts in right field. But so I if think you're not he's getting your, the abs, but I think he's your everyday DH. And and if he's well, he might be. That might that's I mean, that's what that's he was. the caveat that might get him. That's what he was last this, year. Well, I mean, but he was hurt so much that, and I just don't foresee him staying healthy. He just doesn't. He yeah. never stays healthy. Um, and if a guy with the power that he has, twelve is your max. Like that's probably not even a half season for him. And so if he can't stay healthy for longer than a half season, he's not going to get more than 47 for sure. Sure. RBIs. I think honestly, I think that the so, home, the 12 home runs is easier for him to yeah, take than the 47 that, RBI. But I don't, I, there's no way he's getting 47 RBIs. Um, in maybe half a season, he could get that. And I don't think that he's getting there. And so well, if John's hundred RBIs things is a possibility, that right. I mean that half that season, he, Somebody yeah, poured salt in your tea today. That's I guess. right. So, well, and it also just means to me that the other like guys aren't performing or playing because I don't. I think Solaire is going to be a. Uh, I don't think he's going to be a everyday player this year. I don't wow. see him playing that much. Wow, I will. I'll disagree with that. I don't. I understand why you think that, yeah. but I think that especially being the piece of the Wade Davis trade, which there is still some amount of needing to prove that was correct. Um, I you think, don't hear about it though. No. You don't, that's not one you hear about them. But you also don't hear don't about Soler at all right now. Like nobody's yeah. talking about right. him. He's yeah. just kind of going about his business. He's tied for the lead in RBIs in spring, at least going into today's action. He's hitting at a low clip, but he's knocking in runs. It's yeah. You know, I, I don't. Know. I I think it'll happen. But anyway, so that was three A's for me, three A's for John, and then three nays for Walker. Yeah. Wow, Sayer. Well. So last time we did this podcast, we played this little game called Host Brawl, and for the first time ever, Christopher Walker just got his tank kicked in. I got, I got knocked around. <laughs> um, so, I actually got some points in that game. Yeah. Like, I got a lot of points. Well, but yeah, well, Luke, Luke just uh, Luke he, was he, he brought right it category. He just got the right categories, right. man. They he, all had like forty-five points associated with. He, him. he came in like Jorge Soler and just knocked it out of the park. So um, we're gonna go to our break, and then we're gonna come back, and we're gonna see what John if John can keep the winning streak alive. Host roll. You're gonna beat me. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. You're in big trouble, though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <sighs> Boy, that escalated quickly. You got the absolute kit of the world, you know that? No. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for your favorite 38 minutes edited down to 11 of podcast every <laughs> single month. It's time for Host Brawl. Said we're it's not, time we're for not. Host Brawl. 
I'll, I'll edit in some applause there. It's cool. Excellent. Excellent. Present. Excellent. <laughs> All right. It's John. It's been a while. Um, uh, it has. You want to remind me how this works? Um, you're not going to remember in <laughs> yeah. like two minutes. It, it anyway. won't matter anyway. <laughs> That's, that can't be edited. You got sad but true. Um, so in this uh, episode of Host Brawl, there are two main categories. And then there will be our favorite final boss question at the end. So nice. In the, uh, in the first two categories, every question is worth one point because it was way too hard to keep track of all the multiple points yeah. in the last uh, episode. So we listened to our feedback, and uh, everything's back down to a one point per question. The final boss question is really, it's worth up to 22 points, technically. So, um, but our two categories here in Host Brawl, category one, behind the dish. Uh, famous catchers of Kansas City Royals history. And category two, since we won't be doing another podcast before opening day, opening day lineups Ooh. of Kansas City Royals history. Ooh. So two good categories here. If you uh, say so. They are. I wrote, I wrote the question. <laughs> so that means this I one's going to be real so. crap. Um, oh, boy. John, we'll give you the, the option. Would you like to go first or wow, second? Wow, only two I'll categories. I'll go first, if, okay. that, if you don't mind. All right. Which, uh, which category would you like, sir? Let's try behind the dish. Behind the dish. All right. Salvador Perez ranks 18th in franchise history in offensive war. Uh, this backstop, who belted 76 home runs over eight seasons in Royals Blue, ranks 19th. He also collected 309 runs batted in along the way, and until recently held the Royals' career lead and another laborious offensive stat. Who is this catcher? John Buck. That is incorrect. Uh, Christopher Walker, would you like to steal? Mike McFarlane with hit by pitches as his former... I'd give you bonus points for that, but I'm not going to. So that is correct. It's one Mr. Mike... Alex Gordon took him on that one. Excellent. McFarlane, yes. All right, Walker, that is a point. Uh, What category would you like? That one. All right. This player played for the Royals for six seasons, finishing in the top eight of Rookie of the Year voting and had an all-star appearance, although later in his career while playing for the Blue Jays. He hit 70 home runs in his time with the Royals and was a main RBI contributor on some really, really bad Kansas City Royals teams. Who is this player? John Buck. It is John Buck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I should have Facebook Live this as I stared John down as I said John Buck. <laughs> All right, John. I'll try the other category. The, the other starting category. day lineups. All right, opening day lineups of Royals history, excluding George Brett and Frank White. Who has started the most opening days in Kansas City Royals history? Can I take the other category? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this question's easier than what's left in the other category. Mike Sweeney? That is incorrect. Uh, uh, Christopher Walker. Back to you. I want to say Brady Patek, but I'm not 100% on that one. Because um, I feel like Willie Wilson might not be a bad one. I'm going Patek because he always seems to beat me. That's incorrect. Uh, the correct answer was one Mr. Hal McRae. Hal McRae. Okay. 13 times mm. was in the Royals opening day. Wow. Nice job, Hal. All right. Uh, who we got? We're back to Christopher Walker. What would you like? Let's go opening day rosters. All right. What pitcher 
leads the club in most opening day starts? I got to go with Paul Splitorf. <laughs> that is incorrect. Brett Saberhagen. <laughs> also incorrect. Oh, wait, oh, Apier. Sir Sidney Ponson. It's Apier, isn't it? Uh, Jose Lima time. No, it is uh, one Mr. Kevin Apier. Yeah, Very Seven good. times. Let's try behind the dish. All right. This player was my favorite Royals player growing up. He played 11 seasons over three stints with the Royals and finished his MLB career with 18 seasons spread amongst eight organizations. Like many catchers, he moved into a coaching role after his, players day, after his playing days were over. He made it as high as a bench coach in the majors and was managing within the Royals system as recent as 2017. Name that catcher. Can you repeat that? <laughs> I, I, um, you said he was a Royals coach up until 2017? He's managing, managing in the Royals system as recently as 2017. Played for the Royals for 11 seasons over three stints. Well. And was one of my favorite players growing up. Should give you era. Right. You know, I really have absolutely no idea. I don't even have a guess. Jose, no idea. Uh, that is that is incorrect. Christopher Walker. It's either Quirk or Wathen. Uh, ah. For my mom's sake, because she's a big Jimmy Quirk fan. But dang, that means that he's older than that. I got to go with my first instinct. I got to say Quirk. Good. Like your mother, also one of my favorite players growing <laughs> All up. All right, good. <laughs> Jamie Quirk. <laughs> That's for you, Mom. Right. She's probably watching. Nope, she's not. Oh, okay. The one person that was watching just went away. Um, all right, that's three. Oh, so far. Still plenty of time to catch up, however. It's mine. Yes. Christopher Walker, what would you like? Let's go with opening day rosters. What player has the most opening day starts in Kansas City Royals history as an outfielder? The as an outfielder part throws me because I want to say Gordo. But that would have been his couple third base ones in there. But maybe you're trying to get me confused. Pretty tricky. And saying Gordo instead of like a Amos Otis or possibly Willie Wilson. Gordo would have been like, what, 2011 to 2018? So that's seven. Ugh. I'm going to say that I've probably said too much because now whoever it isn't, John is going to get the right answer. <laughs> yeah, it's like, keep talking, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I. It is not Brandon Berger, by the way. It's not Emil Brown. Um, it's not a snack. It's not a snack, right? Yeah. Let's go with Gordo. That's incorrect. Damn it. John. Willie Wilson. Should have gone the other way. That is incorrect as well. Amos? One Mr. Amos Damn. Otis. 11, he gets me every time. Like, 11 times. Uh, I want to say Amos Otis so often, and I don't. And it's always the right answer. All right, John. You get uh, one in each category left. Okay, let's do the... Um, Lineups. Lineups. That's the easier of the two. So. Uh, probably not. All right. Toss up. You got a 50 50 shot. Okay. Great. So there's no steal opportunity on this. All right. So uh, toss up more opening day appearances. 
Mike Sweeney or Alex Gordon? Mike Sweeney. That is incorrect. God damn. Can I answer this one? <laughs> you can't steal it for points, but damn it. it is not Brandon Burke. Never liked Mike Sweeney anymore. Anyway. Uh, that would be Mike Sweeney had nine. Gordo has had ten. Awesome. <laughs> Dynamite drop in. All right, Christopher Walker, uh, for the last question of our, our regular game here uh, in the catcher category, this catcher was part of the inaugural 1969 Kansas City Royals squad, and he played eight seasons in Royals Blue. He went on to have a 17-season MLB career. He also briefly managed the Toronto Blue Jays in the early 2000s. However, he's probably best known these days for his broadcast work. Having worked extensively for MLB Network and TBS, as well as full-time stints on the Blue Jays and Orioles television broadcasts, who is this catcher? Hmm. Dude. We call this a good question. Yeah, that was hard, but it's a good question. Because I was thinking Clint Hurdle for a minute, but he's still coaching. It's not... Where Jamie Quirk was a bench coach, by the way. Why can't I think of this? Um, <sighs> Harry Doyle? Dude, Might be Harry Doyle. Harry Doyle. <laughs> That's a solid major league reference. Mm-hmm. Let's go with Billy Ripken. Oh, great guess, but no, that's incorrect. Uh, I have absolutely no idea. That's a good question. This one was tough. I just, uh, I mean, I'm thinking of the only player that I can name that I can think of that was, you know, Lou Pinello was on the 69 team, but, you know, he didn't catch. I mean, I I really have absolutely no idea. No. No. One Mr. Buck Martinez. That's a good question. I agree. He was just actually. I should have got that. I should have got that. All right, keep going. There's no way it would have. Boss. All right, it's time for the final boss question. All right. It's four nothing. This actually means it's almost no, over. Three nothing, gentlemen. Uh, as usual, you have ten seconds to write down as many answers to the following question. I can totally see what John's writing. This is a great idea. So, in ten <laughs> seconds, write down as many players that you can think of that were on the Kansas City Royals. 1985 World Series roster. Go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Pins down. Damn. Came up with three. Pins down. All right. Uh, John, we'll start with you. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Travis. Um, <laughs> what, what'd you come up with? Saberhagen, Brett, and uh, Orge. Dane Org is correct. George Brett and, George Brett and Brett Saber. So that's three. Yeah. So we're tied right now. Oh. Um, Christopher Walker. Uh, I had George Brett. That's correct. I had Sabes. Correct. I had White. Correct. I had McCray. Nah. Yes, correct. I had Wilson. Correct. I had Balboni. Correct. And I was writing Gubazov, but that died. All you missed was like Bud Black and... Dane Orge. I don't see Was Gooby on that? I don't think so. Nope, no Goobs. What about, hold on, let's see if we can get, uh, was Wathen on that one? Daryl Motley. We forgot Motley. Motley's on there. Was Sunberg yeah, on Sunberg that one? Yeah, Sunberg was the catcher. Sunberg, yep. Uh, Wathen was. Yeah. What about um, there was Quiz? Quizenberry. Yeah. 
What else would have been on there? Uh, you I'll said first, you have not uh, said Dane Ward, right? Yeah. Uh, shortstop at that point. Would, yeah, Ooh, that's the one you're missing. Buddy, buddy Bianca. 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 Yep. Yep. Um, got some more outfielders still. Who else would have been out there? We got Molly. Molly was we got right. Wilson I know Molly in was center. right in game seven. I know that. Who was in left in that? You've got three more pitchers, two of which you might get. You're not going to get them. Quisenberry, Bud Black. Danny Jackson. Yeah, Danny Correct. Jackson. Uh, yeah, let's yeah. see. What could we get? Guy later went on to be very uh, good. Charlie Liebrandt? Yeah. I was going to say with the Braves, you got him. I have no idea who this other guy is. Bannister. Joe Beckwith. Joe Beckwith. Joe, I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, he gave us the pitcher. You, got oh, all yeah, the, you have right. all the pitchers now. Beckwith. Was know if, so now this would be a utility infielder. With a very unique name. Oil Onyx, Can Boyd. Onyx Flo- Concepcion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oil Floyd. <laughs> There's another outfielder named Lynn Jones that I don't okay, remember. I think I got that I don't one. Remember yeah. him Jorge Orta. Nope. Greg Pryor. Yeah. Pryor might have had a Pat Sheridan. Yeah. Oh, that definitely was one that we've gotten. And that's it. And so Walker redeems himself, yeah. coming back with a, a sound victory in host brawl once again, and all things are as they should be, I suppose. All right, we're going to go to a break, come back, Bye and guys. do our mailbag. Sweet. Think you've got what it takes to best our hosts in your own game of host brawl? And in the case of John, you're probably right. Well, then take a step up to the figurative plate. Challenge our podcast professionals to your very own game. If you're in the Kansas City area and don't mind the occasional lick from a hyperactive German shepherd or John, she's really quite a lovely dog, I promise. Then shoot us a message at our Facebook at Royals Blue or at our Twitter at Royals Blue underscore com. Don't be the guy that didn't do the thing that let him live his dream. It's time for Walker's Mailbag. Welcome back to the podcast. It's time to finish this out in style with our third favorite segment of the podcast. Mailbag. I think he said following our third favorite (laughs) segment is what he meant. I don't think so. (laughs) Agree to disagree. False. Even though you're wrong. So, uh, Christopher Walker, what's in your mailbag, sir? Well, it's actually uh, pretty light Mm. after um, answering all those questions, getting them out, if you will. Uh, Once you get past the time. backlog, and then it's yeah. just, you know, pretty good. Kind of a regular, you know, extruding of the mailbag here. Um, so the first one comes from our favorite RoyalsBlue.com follower, Brian Mouth Deleve. Oh, yeah. Uh, At fake, fake Ned Yost. The fake, fake Ned yep. Yost. Is that a double fake? Double negative? fake. I don't that know doesn't that make it not fake. Okay. Like, that just makes him more fake. Okay. So, uh, so if you're still with us after that math... Who has had the better Chiefs career? J. 
Justin Houston or Tambaha Lee. In case you don't know, Justin oh. Houston was just released by the That's Chiefs. That's that other sport that they play across the parking right. lot. Right. I think okay. Luke also bought this account, ChiefsRed.com. Oh, oh good, good. Uh, so uh, we could put this over there later. <laughs> yeah, you know, to. that's fine. We're, we're, we're friendly to all of our sports <laughs> friends here in uh, the greater Kansas City area. So, so I really want to hear John's take on yeah. who you think the better chief is, um, Justin Houston um, or Tom who, who has had and the better I'd chief like him career. to tell us what position they play. <laughs> well, as somebody that has never attended a Chiefs game <laughs> in my entire life, uh, in fact, I, I probably have watched a total of maybe – 10 hours of football Do uh, you recognize either of those yes, names? Yes, both those names okay. are, very, are familiar right. to me. I okay, do listen good. to sports radio. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am going to say Tom Bali, okay. and, and he was a center back, <laughs> an attacking Did you midfielder. just use a soccer term? Right, right. I think he was a, a number nine is what to he was trying fair. to say. Right. Tamba did he, he probably play, play a lot of soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's. But I meant for the Chiefs, what position? Oh, I see uh, why you were I think he was. Uh, uh, I would see him more as like an outside a, back, is he a, if anything. Cornerback? No, nope. that's, that's close. close. That's surprisingly that's probably, close. I, I, if you, you showed me, right a, if you showed me a right. diagram, I wouldn't be able to point <laughs> out what a where a cornerback would would stand. I know where the center stands in the in the. Uh, quarterback but okay. i really have absolutely yeah. no idea all right good, that's good. better yeah that's a lot better than i thought actually right, right. christopher walker what do you think i said it earlier but I uh we're gonna disagree oh, again which is well, why we're this not is fun. yeah this is weird i i 100 go justin houston for two reasons one he had the best single season um at the time of any nfl player um with his, I believe, his 22 sacks in a season. Uh, that set an NFL record that was broken like two years later. But still, at the time, um, he set the record. Then we looked at some all-time stats, and Tamba's up as far as sacks go. Career sacks, Tamba is 11 higher than but Justin Houston. Justin Houston setting the edge and on the run game is actually really like one of his most valuable pieces. Um, and in the flat, you know, going out and getting receivers like Antonio Brown and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Bob, Uh, how often he ended up in coverage was was just, that might've been the real reason he didn't have those 11 sacks is because his ass was covering the best wide receiver in the game as an outside linebacker. So, so you're going to go Justin Houston. Houston. So I'm going to, I'm going to revert back to the question, which was who has had the better chief career. Um, and so maybe this is a bit of semantics. I think at the, when it's all said and done, Justin Houston's career will be more prolific than Tom Bahali's was overall. However, as far as who has had the better chief career, I will go with the guy who's going to have his name in the chief's ring of honor one day, which is Tom Bahali. You don't think Justin Houston's going in the ring of honor? I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. He might. Yeah, he might. However, I definitely think Tom Mahali will. Um, second uh, all-time for the Chiefs and Sacks, um, a player who, uh, by all accounts, until maybe towards the end a little bit, but by all accounts was a, a team player who was, got the most out of his physical gifts, had an unbelievable motor, and just had the, just the kind of guy that Midwest football fans could, uh, could rally behind. So I'm going to go 
greatest Chiefs career, Tom Bahali. So. Well, they both have had just Chiefs career right, up now, to this point. Now, John, um, let's talk Arsenal. So, uh, no. oh, God, <laughs> they're yeah, yeah. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Terrible. Sorry, we all hate Arsenal, so yeah. it's okay. All right, anyway. Yeah, that would have been yeah. the first time we ever all agreed Crystal on something. Crystal Palace? Dude, you guys want to go deep like into Wofford? I'm just, I'm just waiting for my uh, beloved bad. Sheffield Wednesday to come back up <laughs> to the big show. Fantastic. Yeah, all right, now that, we, out. now that we really lost everybody, yeah. let's go to the rest of the, uh, the mailbag here. What do we got? Uh, so another question from a longtime listener um, and first-time Facebook, Facebook Live, Live watcher commenter. Yeah, uh, that sounds very 2019. <laughs> that does, actually. <laughs> You're right. Travis Wessel. Uh, he asks, will we ever get to see Dick Lovelady in Kansas City? Man, I hope so. That was so <laughs> perfect I don't know how I can add on that at all. At the same time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, so... Why would the name I would like agree. That? I think by by season's end we'll see him. But uh, uh, yeah. that's uh, uh can't add much. <laughs> and what's the last one? <laughs> uh, this is uh, this one comes from me. This one's going to be deferred to Zach, yeah. and it goes oh, okay. to John because I already actually know the answer to this one. But I don't think you've seen this. So this comes okay. from a longtime podcast guru at the Good Doctor H, which is me. Right. Um, all right, John. <laughs> I'm going to give you player A stats. Okay. I'm going to give you player B stats. Right. You tell me which one you'd want on your team. Okay. I the, think I saw this on Twitter. Oh, did you already see yeah. it? You already know the answer and everything? I don't recall the answer, but okay, I, I good. did look at it, yeah. All right, cool. All right, so player A right. uh, has a, a 2.25 batting average, a okay. 276 on base, and a 351 slug. Okay. He had nine home runs. 44 RBI. That sounds like LCD's this took, took 16 walks and struck out 99 times. Okay. All right. Player B mm-hmm. hit 250. Right. On base of 272. Okay. Slug of 357. Okay. Uh, so these are these are both sub 600 OPSs. Okay. Right. Yep. Okay. Six home runs, 54 RBIs. 15 walks and 102 strikeouts. They both okay. had so, sub 600s. Yeah. I think ex- math in my head, uh, player A's was slightly over 600. But right around. Right, right, okay. So who you got? Who you taking out of those two players? I think I would take. As one of your starting nine, eight. Eight, yeah, yeah. Starting eight. Uh, I'd take B. Take player B. Yeah. So you'd take uh, 2017 Alcides Escobar, is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. And you oh. take that above 2018 Martin Maldonado. <laughs> well, and for the record. Yeah, I'll stand by my answer. There you go. For the, for the record, uh, I do think the Maldonado signing, signing is overall positive, um, oh, yeah, especially compared so. to what's sitting there, which I think Valoria is going to be a good player someday. And I think Cam Gallagher is probably a, a fine backup catcher. Um, but yeah, it's going to be rough watching Maldonado at the plate. He's basically Alcides yeah. Escobar. So, I think that Valoria might play himself into an earlier call-up than we expected if he keeps the spring training Valoria going into maybe June or you know early we'll July. That might force the Maldonado trade early. You, so. you hear them talk about him. I'm not saying that he will be the next Salvador Perez because no one will be the next Salvador Perez, but they say a lot of the same things about Valoria that they said about Perez yep. when he was that young. So 
Well, thank you all for paying attention as much as you did to the RoyalsBlue.com podcast number 28. It's It's been good. We actually made it to our second episode this year, which is uh, greater than what we did last year. So, uh, I don't know. Anything else, gents? I'm just looking forward to 30. <laughs> oh, there we go. Me too. Uh, <laughs> 30 again, you know. So, oh, yeah. right. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the RoyalsBlue.com podcast. Visit us at RoyalsBlueIt's.com. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.